0: Mike, at any point in your coaching career, did you ever have an interest or express an interest in being a head coach in the college game? And do you have any idea how that may or may not have led to folks like Ryan and Doug Whaley and Carson Palmer connecting you to some
1: college jobs? Hey guys, I don't have time for that speculation. I mean, that's a joke to me. Um, I got one of the best jobs in in all of professional sport. Why would I have any interest in coaching college football? Um, That'll be the last time that I address it. And not only today, but moving forward. Never say never, but never. Okay? Anybody else got any questions about any college jobs? There's not a booster with a big enough blank check. Anyone else? All right. Thank you. Anybody asking Sean Payton about that? You know, anybody asking Andy Reid about stuff like that?
0: We not need a medical nurse. Yeah, ripping off his head, I know it hurt. Yeah, mud pie
1: making me dirt. Yeah, we gon' need some steel for these curves. We got black and gold killers on your turf. That's black and gold killers on your turf. Yeah, black and gold killers on your turf. We got black and gold killers on your turf. On your turf. Uh, yeah, i been going hammer with my team. Stiller Nation, what's going on? This your guy, Kev Easy, man. This is the Stillers for Seven podcast, episode 74. And I did it, y'all. I did it, California. Y'all showed me so much love. I have to tap in, and I just did that. I have a special guest. I would like her to introduce herself for the Stiller Nation.
2: <laughs> what's up, everyone? My name's Korea. Um, my Instagram is that's so Korea. Um, you can follow me if you want, but I'm happy to be, um, a guest on, uh, Kev's show today. I'm excited.
1: Oh yeah. It's, it's a great reason to be excited. You want to know why? 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 (laughs) Because we get some football this weekend and not just football, AFC North football. Wait a minute. Not just AFC North football. Steelers. Steelers versus Browns, <laughs> which is very significant because last year the Browns, they keep Browns fans always point to one clip and it's the clip of Marquise Pouncey and Ben on the bench looking like a sad movie. And we're going to have to change that. But before we get into that, Tomlin Tuesday was yesterday. And I, I had I've never felt so proud to be a Pittsburgh Stiller fan until really, right. really I heard the end of this man's press conference. Um, I may insert a clip here. So shout out to the people that heard the clip. So, <laughs> but anyway, if you didn't hear the clip, um, Mike Tomlin put a steak, a knife, or. Whatever. He put everything you need <laughs> to kill a rumor. Like he did that at his press conference and he did what I thought was something he should have been doing. The man respect. He's not going to USC. He's not going to any college. Um, I don't want to say this is verbatim, but he basically said there isn't a booster with enough Blank check (laughs) to get him to leave Pittsburgh. You know what I'm saying? So, and then, you know, that was it. And then before he walked off, excuse me, he said, do you guys ask Sean Payton this? Do y'all ask Andy Reed this? And I stood and I applauded. (laughs) After, after, After I seen that, man, like Mike Tomlin, Well, first, before I – because I can talk about this for, like, years. Let me get your opinion on just the situation in general.
2: Well, I can say that they definitely understood the assignment after that.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs)
2: Uh, Yeah, I agree with you. I'm very proud of our coach for doing what he did. Um, And, yeah, I mean – he shut down all the rumors for sure. And, uh, you know, I can understand where he's coming from because, you know, you just get tired of hearing people, you know, just talk about something that's like not true or assuming things and they don't know the real truth or the facts. Um, and yeah, I mean, he definitely for, to me, I feel like he definitely did the right thing, what he did and, Honestly, that yesterday, uh, yesterday's press conference, I have not seen Coach T like get that upset, get that heated up. Um, So because he got pretty heated, you know, you know, for sure that, you know, it all these rumors and everything has been really bothering him, you know, so, you know, for a fact, you know,
0: Mm -hmm.
2: uh, that. He was bothered by all this. And, uh, you know, like I liked um, in basically in addition to what you said, I like when he said, um, why would I have any interest in coaching college football, you know? And it's like Tomlin, he's been coaching with the Steelers for like how long? Like it's been a long time.
1: Yeah, and almost, been, 15, almost 15. Yeah.
2: And he's track. been seeing it all, you know, like, He's been there with Ben since, you know, like since Ben, you know, he got drafted in 2004. So he's been seeing Ben pretty much like his whole career as a quarterback, you know? Mm -hmm. And, you know, like, it's just like Tomlin, I can't personally, I can't see him coaching for any type of college ball. Like I personally see him just sticking with the Steelers, just sticking with pro ball, that's more of his, you know, um, rodeo, you know? Right, um, right. And, you know, never say never, for sure. But never. Yeah. <laughs> that part. Yeah. That really got me too, you know? But at, at the same time, you know, what he said can be seen as a joke. It can be seen as, like, funny. But at the same time, it's, like, it's serious, you know? Like, because... I would get upset too. If I heard these rumors about me, about, Mm -hmm. you know, if I was in his shoes and, you know, I would hear rumors about me, you know, Oh, you know, going into like college ball, like coaching, you know, I would be like, what the heck, you know, like, where's all this coming from, you know? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I mean, he really did a good job, like doing what he did, sticking up for, you know, himself and, uh, you know, I could see us putting up a show on Sunday because, you know, I see some fired up energy for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. We have so much motivation going into Sunday, right? We have a pissed off Mike yep. Tomlin. We have a pissed off Pittsburgh Stiller team that, you know, the guys that returned from last year. We have a pissed off offensive line because every week they got to hear that they're the worst offensive line in the league.
2: Yep.
1: I don't think they're the worst in the league because I eh, the Chiefs got something crazy going on over there.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. like
1: this is, Set, hike.
2: Something like, off. The home's got to run.
1: He has to run. You know, mm-hmm. um, but our offensive line has been getting better every week. So, but they're still mad. They want to be the best. So, we have an angry offensive line, angry defense, because our defense in the past game hasn't been – as tight as last year, but we're not breaking. We're not breaking too much. Um, yeah. but it's so much motivation riding into this. But before we get off the Mike Tomlin thing, the the last part of that message, you know, at the end of the press conference is really what I want to talk about. And it's when he asks, you guys don't ask Sean Payton this. Y'all don't ask Andy Reid this. You know, you can name a few other coaches uh, that's in the same room as Mike Tomlin, you know the John Harbaughs. Yeah. like you're not gonna hear like questions thrown at them about going to college. It's kind of disrespectful. I don't it wanna is. say kinda, it's straight up disrespectful. you it know, is. I heard the term racist uh on the on the media today. I heard yeah, it a lot I was just you know thinking
2: that too. I was just thinking that like it's definitely. A race card thing um you know because of the color of uh coach tomlin's skin it's that's definitely something too that's definitely like um something that can be addressed because you know it's like you know like he has a point you know why aren't we asking the caucasian head coaches these questions like why isn't any speculations going on with them you know Mm -hmm. And it's like, why is it Tomlin out of all people, you know?
1: Right. It's it's, it's crazy. This is crazy. But, you know, it's crazy, but I understand it and it needs to change. It's crazy because if you look, if you just look at the resume of Mike Tomlin, you're going to be like, oh, this guy going to coach for a long time. You what makes it crazy is that you can form these type of questions for Mike Tomlin. Like it's, it's, when well, Mike Tomlin makes a, I don't want to say a bonehead call, but when he misses a call, the, 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 the straight war, like it's total chaos in a Nation when Mike Tomlin messes up. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, they all can't be home runs there's not one coach in the nfl that had that their game plan works 100 percent of the time never if you look at mike tomlin win percentage is very high he hasn't had a win a losing season in his career in his head coaching career incredible yeah and you'll hear we lose a game. Big Ben, shout out to Big Ben, my favorite football player of all time. But Big yep. Ben,
2: I love him, my favorite too.
1: He could throw four interceptions, but don't let Mike Tomlin punt the ball <laughs> at R30. You feel me? So that's like you should just go for it. Like, don't let Mike Tomlin punt and we still lose that game because Mike Tomlin's getting all the blame. All the blame. I'm like you know, Ben just threw four picks, right?
2: Yeah.
1: You know, so it's, it's nasty when Mike Tomlin get those type of critiques, but it doesn't mess with him. It does. He's still like the standards, the standard he's only focusing on Cleveland. And I think that's really why he was mad. Not really. So everything else is that he's so into being the head coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers and getting the guys ready. Um, that he don't wanna talk about that. And if, yeah. you know, for the people out there that watch Mike Tomlin's press conferences every week, you notice that he only focused on this week. He doesn't like going back. He doesn't like going forward. It's that week. So mm-hmm. anything That's outside first, of Cleveland, yeah. Cleveland in itself was his own. <laughs> it's his own thing. Why y'all talking to Mike Tomlin about coaching USC or lsu or not if we about to play the browns yeah you know i don't get it man but
2: don't know, it. this is
1: not going to be this is not the first time mike Tomlin been disrespected by the media um and it won't be the last just gotta keep winning man just gotta keep winning
2: and we just gotta prove you know all the doubters wrong all the haters wrong we just gotta get to business and i mean like that's the thing. Like even two years ago, you know, before the pandemic our 2019 season, that season was rough. Like, you know, Ben, he had, you know, he was out, you know, the Seahawks game, you know, um, I was a week two week three after that game got messed up.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And uh, I don't remember which game it was, but I, it was very early as you could remember. And um You know, when he had his um, elbow injury and, you know, that really messed him up and he was out for the rest of the season because he had to have surgery and everybody was just blaming everything on Coach Tomlin. And Mm -hmm. everyone was putting pointing fingers at him and putting the blame on him and saying that, you know, oh, you know, he should get fired or we should go on a season of hard knocks blah 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 and it was just it was just blowing up like it was you know like basically everything was turning into just like a war you know and some Steeler fans you know they were they were just saying that Tomlin should leave he should get fired you know and then even other teams too like other fan bases were saying same thing and it's like just worry about your own team you know All like right. <laughs> we're not worried about you guys so just worry about what's going on with your team and your organization you know what I mean
1: Cleveland I Cleveland has been ending their games the games that they win they've been ending their games with uh with a chant mm-hmm. I'm not gonna say the first word but it started with an f yeah the second word is Stillers. This is What the Cleveland Browns is thinking about while they're playing other teams. We don't do that. The Pittsburgh no, Steelers don't no. do that at all. No. That separates franchises like cornerstone franchises, yeah, versus a franchise that lost its way, you know, or franchises that, that's just there for the money. You know, it's a complete difference. We're all about winning football games, and I think it's time to start pulling this thing back like an onion this mm-hmm. game here yeah last week the cleveland browns found a running back out of nowhere some undrafted guy i don't know his first name but his last name is johnson i believe he had like 140 yards on the ground if not like 120 or something like that but he had a pretty good game my question is how's is cleveland finding these running backs but <laughs> <Like laughs> how? Like, we can take, you. like, my, my, this is just my opinion, right? Outside of Najee Harris, our running backs need a lot of help to succeed, yeah. you know?
2: You do, I so agree. the way I
1: can put it. The Browns got a guy off the street that did that.
2: <laughs> From the streets. From the
1: street, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, all right. Yeah. I'm like, all right, cool, man. But hey, we find receivers though. We find receivers and outside linebackers. So hey, I can't get too mad at it. Every team got their niche, but I'm coming into this game. People are saying, you know, the Cleveland Browns, they're gonna do the same thing to the Steelers. The Steelers is not good. You know, we won these last two games, and it was a uh, people wanted to put hate on that, you know, stain on that, saying, Well, they didn't have Russell Wilson. Or, hey, man, they they just beat a what's-the-name team. Like, I, I don't understand it. Like, y'all could just – the media, y'all could just leave the Pittsburgh Steelers alone. Y'all don't even have to talk about this. Y'all don't even have to talk about this. Oh, yeah, shout-out to IG, man. Shout-out to Instagram. You know what I mean? IG live right now. Up, I everybody? Forgot, forgot y'all was there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, but, um, but, yeah, y'all sent the invites out there. You know, so shout out to the people out there. Um, But, yeah, going to this game, the keys of the game, what do you think the Pittsburgh Steelers should do to secure victory versus the Cleveland Browns?
2: Honestly, personally, for me, I just think that they need to protect, one, protect the quarterback, protect mm-hmm. Ben, and – our offense, our offensive line, they need some work, um, which, you know, I think you already know that. Um, in my opinion, they need some more work. Um, the past couple games that we had, um, you know, against the Seahawks and against the Broncos, those two games were good. Mm. I saw some improvement, a little bit of improvement there. Um, defense, our defense is looking good. Um I think that the defense, they need to just, um, just tackle, you know.
0: Yeah. They need to tackle really well. tackle
2: good, you know. Um, and, you know, just turnovers will help, you know. But once you have a good defense, you know, you'll get a victory, you know. If, as long as you got a good defense, you know, you're on your way. Defense wins championships. Defense wins games, you know? Mm -hmm. But at the same time, to me, you also need a solid offense, you know? So offensively, you know, um, Ben, you know, he just needs to stay focused. Uh, He needs to just, you know, keep his eyes on the prize. Uh, Honestly, like, I feel like uh, Najee Harris, you know, hopefully he'll get some good you know, uh, playing time, you know, hopefully he gets the ball. He'll be able to get us a touchdown, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, nah, yes, <laughs> and also um, want to see some more from Claypool. Um, he should be active on Sunday, right?
1: Yeah. Claypool?
2: Yeah. So I want to see some more com- um, coming out of him because well, we still know, got a
1: couple of days. So I don't want to just straight up say, yeah, he was limited in practice today. I'm going oh, go to okay. go through all that in a second, but I'm going
2: to let you finish. Okay. Yeah. So Claypool. Yeah. Um, it would be nice to see him, you know, get a couple touchdowns, you know? Um, <laughs> and I feel I have, feel like I haven't really been seeing him much, you know, and then I also want to see, uh, you know, uh, Pat, um, you know, uh, I can't, I can't even say his name, I'll be honest with you. I don't it's know how to pronounce weird. it.
1: Pat Friermuth.
2: Friermuth, okay. Mm-hmm. So Pat Friermuth, I want to definitely see him. Um, I really like when he gets the ball. Uh, he, like, you know, I love his ethic, his play ethic. He does a really good job. Um, so I want to definitely want to see him get the ball as well. And then Deontay Johnson, uh, I want to see him, you know, as well. Um, and he's been having some good games lately, so you know, um, I wanna see some more out of him as well, so for Sunday, you know, um, just execute, make the proper and right stops, uh, just getting to turn the ball over uh hopefully like um you know we'll be able to like just you know keep that momentum and just you know uh just get a win, you know, just get mm-hmm. a victory. And I'm hoping that, you know, everyone stays uh, healthy. Hey. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm hoping everybody can stay healthy, you know, for Sunday's game, you know,
1: mm-hmm. that's one thing granted- fans
2: up too, you know, these Brown fans, man, mm-hmm. we need to just like shut it down. I mean, we still got to play them too, like closer to the end of the season. But I just want us to get that win on Sunday. You know, that's important.
1: Set the tone. Mm-hmm. And-
2: Especially going into the playoffs too. Like we definitely need to like win these next few games because, you know, we need to like have some sort of, you know, momentum back, you know?
1: Mm-hmm. It definitely, definitely, definitely. And we're going to need all hands on deck. It's Wednesday. So, you know, we got two more days to find out. Who's going to really play? Yep. Who's not going to play? Here's a couple guys for both teams, uh, notable names, you know, some nobodies up here. But <laughs> And I'm not talking about Steelers, man. Steelers don't have nobodies on their team. In my nah. eyes, you know me, they all-stars. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but um, Ben Roethlisberger, you already know how it goes for Wednesday. But the crazy part is normally Ben doesn't practice on Wednesdays. He was actually limited, meaning – he actually did something on Wednesday. It wasn't, you know, he did not practice coach decision or nothing. Same with Melvin Ingram. He was limited. He dealing with a growing issue. Shout out to the growing club. Um, it's a growing list, but guys, is getting back uh, on point. This guy right here, well, we already spoke about Chase Claypool right now, dealing with a hamstring. He's, he's limited in practice. With a hamstring injury, it's it's tricky. It's real tricky because you don't know if you're healthy. You don't know if it's ready to go. Anything like out of out of nowhere, like that thing can pull. You know, so I think we're gonna monitor Chase Claypool all the way up into game day. And to be honest, that's a position I feel like we can do without Chase Claypool. I'm not saying his talent. I'm just saying we have Deontay Johnson. We have Ray-Ray McLeod, who's starting to get in the full James Washington. You know, we have the guy, Anthony Miller. We signed him to the practice squad. Solid dude. I would like to see a little bit more from him. But I, he's not going to be ready for this game. But we also have Cody White. I like Cody White, but it's one play Cody White did that I was like, oh. He's wide open, and he dropped it. He caught it like this. Put the X up when he was trying to catch. He couldn't catch it. Yeah. It was bad, man. It was bad. But he's a guy has he has hands, and I hope he gets another opportunity. But Chase Claypool being limited, I think that's a guy we can just be like, you know, just take your time, young man. But knowing Chase Claypool, based off how he plays on the field, he's going to try to make his way on the field on Sunday. And these two guys right here, we've been talking about one of these guys and another one of these guys is a guys that we need.
2: Yes, <laughs> you know? Definitely. One, I know who you're talking about.
1: Yeah, one, i yes. will going with the little guy. Running back Anthony McFarlane. We activated him today. He was a full participant in practice today. I think we need his skill set to basically aid Najee. Because I said earlier, Benny Snell, Kalen Bellage, they're cool. They're cool. And they can succeed. Yeah. You know, probably with a more experienced line, they can succeed. But they, they're not guys that can get give you a little bit more, you know? Like, if the offensive line isn't really there, if the offensive line can only give you two yards, we need you to take that two yards and make it four.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: These guys are not really doing that. Um, Kalen Balazs is like up in the air, but still, when you see the Browns and their backup is Kareem Hunt, it's like, yeah, Kareem Hunt might be better than uh, You know, he might be like on the same playing field as Najee for real. You know, I don't think so, but that's just the talent they have over there. So Anthony McFarlane being a quick guy, you know, he can run the ball. My only issue with Anthony McFarlane is that he cannot stay on his feet. For some weird reason, he can't stay on his feet. But people are high on him. Coaches are high on him. We got to see it on the field, man. If, if he can be the lightning to Najee's thunder, let's make it happen. Let's make it happen. And to aid this running game, it's the big guy.
2: Yep. For A. Banner. Hulk smash. Hulk yes,
1: Smash. Mrs. Yes. Zach Banner. Now, me personally, I'm gonna let you speak about Zach Banner because I don't really know his game. I have yet to really watch him really play. But based off everything I heard, he's what we need when it comes to running this ball. So I'm gonna pass, you know, the, the football <laughs> to you and <laughs> let you speak about Zach Banner.
2: Um, honestly, um I don't know like a lot about Zach Banner, but I do consider him to be one of my favorite players on the team. Definitely, um, he um, he just has like I just love his energy. He has like a, like a lot of energy, mm-hmm. um, good vibes. Honestly, from him, he's a big guy, you know, big guy, but also. I feel like he does know how to make plays. He can make some good plays, but we do need him because he's one of our weapons for sure. So him coming back, this is something I've been looking forward to, honestly, Mm -hmm. for like, basically for like the entire season, most of the season, since the season started, like, he is someone that we need, you know, we need his help, you know, Um, definitely. And offensively we just really need his help and um he's you know he's just um (laughs) he's he's good he's like a he's a great player and um like you I haven't really seen too much out of him but um he does seem like you know he works hard enough and um he has a lot of talent and he puts in a lot, you know, he does the best that he can. So that's what I like about him. That's what I appreciate about him.
1: I'm just looking forward, man. I'm looking forward to him doing his thing, being me able too. to uh, actually show me and the rest of Stiller Nation that may not be too privy to how he plays. It shows how he go. Like, shows, shows why, like, Stiller Nation, the ones that know was waiting for you, you know. So salute to Zach Banner. I hope he does a term, tremendous job because that only means that Najee's going to get another 100-yard game, mm-hmm. you know. So, so, so salute to him. The Browns list is pretty long. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't really know how the Browns structure their uh, practices, but yeah. it seems like only one guy that didn't practice was not injury-related. You know, we don't really know who that guy is, but um, Clowney let me see Clowney Malik Jackson, Jarvis Landry, and Donovan Peoples Jones and Denzel Ward did not practice. That's a lot of names right there. Oh yeah. That's a lot of names right there. Limited, limited in practice was Odell Beckham, Nick Chubb, um their tackle Jack uh, Conklins or something like that. I don't know. Tony Fields, the linebacker, AJ Green, not the not the receiver. He's a cornerback. Baker Mayfield, uh, Malcolm Smith. It's a couple. It's like three, four, five more names on that list, man. But I'm not yeah. going to name guys. That I know Wilson, I know.
2: the linebacker, too.
1: Yeah, like the half. they're deep. They're deep. Now, mm-hmm. who's playing and who's not playing? I think this this list right here for the Browns, I could see like probably cut in half for game time, as far as yeah. people that may not play. I could they're see dealing that. with a lot too. And you would actually think that the way our season started with certain guys going down, TJ, Alex Highsmith, a couple more other people, you would think that our list would still be long. But these guys are able to work themselves back. They're back. TJ, like, you know, I don't want to sound like a broken record, but TJ and Alex Highsmith is working very well together. Now, we can just say TJ is the reason why. Because when Bud Dupree actually just, I think, just got his first sack last week, you know, so shout out to Bud Dupree he over there trying to do his thing. But you can see his best years with TJ when TJ came in the full TJ can – he caused so much attention. Like, if you've seen the clip, shout out to everybody that followed me on Instagram. Follow this for 7 Podcasts on Instagram. You see those three people trying to uh, block TJ on that last play. Not the last play, but the play when he – Basically made um, what's my man name? Gino Fumble. Was, was it that game?
2: Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. It was the uh,
1: Seahawks overtime. Yeah. yeah. So um, yeah. He causes so much. It's like okay, we have to put all our attention on this guy, but Alex Highsmith is good enough to beat you one on one. You know, and I don't know what's what tackle. I don't know if he's a starter. I don't know what side he plays on. But they got two tackles right now That's, <laughs> that's that was limited in practice. Maybe because they know what they got ahead. You know, <laughs> they have a tough task ahead, so they just giving them some time. But they better come ready, man. But as of right now, those are the injuries. You know, we'll get updates as the days go along. But other than that, this game sells itself. It's, it's like... It's a five <laughs> shout out to the old five Pittsburgh Stiller team man James Ferrier is like the first guy to come in my head you know what I mean and when he says it's a five star matchup because we in it, you know what I'm saying so this yeah. is this is one of those things um for that guy football.
2: Ferrier was a great player. yes yeah man that guy's a beast he's a dog.
1: I missed that whole run. I, too, I miss all those guys. Me
2: too. Those guys. guys were great, like Tro- like Troy Palamalu. Mm-hmm. He's like the guy that got me to even be a Steelers fan. Like, I've been a Steelers fan for a little over a decade now. And, uh-huh. yeah, he got me to being a Steelers fan. And, man, like, Heinz Ward, like, all those the OGs. I know. Heinz Ward
1: should be in the Hall of Fame. They doing I them agree. dirty. I know. They doing them dirty. Don't do that to my guy. But for those who don't know, man, the Pittsburgh Steelers versus the Cleveland Browns. It goes down Halloween, one o'clock. Yes, I said Halloween. It's gonna get scary for some folks. Yep. One o'clock. <laughs> CBS. Oh, this and game is. And ten
2: o'clock a.m. If you're in Cali, by the way, West oh, Coast. yeah, my fault.
1: My. Fault. Yeah. yeah. I see the screen right now. Like it's dark <laughs> over here. You know what I mean? I just peep now. I'm like, oh, okay, but. It's light over there. It's damn near morning where she's at. So yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's 320 PM, okay? 3 20.
1: You still got all like all day. Like I know. My day is almost over. <laughs> <laughs> but nah nah. Um but chair, yeah, what's your prediction for this game? Oh, you're asking me? Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. Um honestly, I feel like I am 50-50 because I feel like it could be a close game, but then it may be like also like, you know, the Steelers, if, you know, we stay focused and we got to do what we got to do, then it could be a blowout. Blowout would be better.
1: Yeah.
2: But I think it's going to be a close game. I think that uh, we may put up about maybe like 27 points, Mm-hmm. hopefully a little more Browns they'll probably put up like maybe like 14 points, 21 points. Um, it depends. Like I feel like for the Browns, I feel like it's at first it's going to start off slow. Like usually our games do anyway. Right. Mm-hmm. Going to start off a bit slow. And then I feel like, you know, there's going to be some points that are going to be put up and hopefully hopefully, You know, hopefully, like, you know, you know, like, we can uh, just get the ball moving, move the chains, you know,
0: Mm
2: -hmm. Uh, I'm thinking that uh, I'm just thinking that it should be a really good game. I think that there's going to be a lot of, um, you know, obviously competition, a lot of, you know, hostility because <laughs> it's a rivalry team. I mean, we're playing rivalry. So this is, you know, rivalry football, you know, so it can get a little scary, you know, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, I think that, uh, you know, the Browns, they may score some field goals and then, you know, Steelers, uh we may score some field goals you know hopefully we can get some touchdowns more than field goals that would be nice yeah definitely but um yeah hopefully we could just win on sunday and i know we're 3 and 3 so hopefully we could be 4 and 3 and just uh just keep it moving you know and mm-hmm. the browns they got a pretty good defense too so like you know like they got miles garrett you know they got malik jackson Uh, Malik McDowell you know so we'll just have to see what happens but uh hopefully like you know like I said our offense hopefully we could just protect Ben you know Mm -hmm. and uh you know just uh see what happens you know
1: I like that I like that I like that I like that now if I have to give my little prediction I was going to be a little humble and modest and say, if we're good enough now, (laughs) (laughs) you know what I'm saying, we could win 24 to 14 or something like that. But I'm sitting here looking right now, we the underdogs. I don't
0: like it. -mm. So since we the
1: underdogs, I'm going to go hard and say the Pittsburgh Steelers will win this game
2: 24 to three. Oh, I love it. I love it. Yeah.
1: Three points is going to come either at the end of the first half or at the end, like towards the end of the game, just so they don't have a zero. Yeah. But I have, I believe our defense is so pissed going into this game. You're going to see, there's a guy out there, right? He's been underperforming. To the standards that I guess we we have for him, it's Minka Fitzpatrick. I'm calling it now. This is the Minka Fitzpatrick game.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: A pick or two, or he's just gonna make some things happen, or a touchdown somewhere. Like I think Minka Fitzpatrick is gonna let Still a Nation know, hey man, they doing what they don't, They doing what they gotta do to keep me out keep me out the game. You know, I have my mess-ups here and there, but it's over now. It's time to play Pittsburgh Steeler football. And I think Megan Fitzpatrick is going to go off offensively. We're going to continue to use our tight ends. I believe that Pat Fry move and Eric Ebron combined will have over 100 yards, maybe two touchdowns, maybe. Um, Najee Harris, Big day, I'll probably say 80 yards on the ground, maybe like 40 to 50 in the air. You know, um, I think I think it's going to be a solid game. It's one of those games that we're in total control of, but it's like, you don't know. You don't yeah. know. You know, it, it won't hit you until like towards the end of the game. Like, yo, we really have, like, we really have this game in the bag. Uh, Instagram, just to let y'all know, you feel me quick. Shout out to uh, Profit up there. But my prediction was the Steelers is going to win this game 24-3. to three. Going hard. I'm going hard. But shout out to Instagram, man. But, yeah, that's, that's my prediction for the game. I think we're going to like shut it. down I the like run. As great as their running attack is, I think the fact that Baker's hurt, and if Baker wants to come back for this game, we're going to say, okay, Baker, beat us with your arm. Beat us with
0: your arm. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Because we're going to stop all three of your running backs. Kareem Hunt may be hurt. Nick Chubb may not play. Who knows? But we're going to stop them all. You know, they may. And it's funny because I say stopping the Browns running attack is them. is holding them to like maybe just 100 yards. (laughs) Because they have so many guys that can put in work. But. I believe that we'll be able to. It's gonna look like wow, Cleveland blew one today. It's gonna look like that. That's that's my hope. (laughs) I can't say that's my prediction, but that's my hope. I hope that comes true. But I definitely see us winning this game in Ohio, Big Ben. When it comes to playing in Ohio, he's solid. He's solid, and I'm hoping my guy Big Ben does not turn the ball over. Doesn't hit the ground. I can't guarantee it. I hope he doesn't hit the ground. Yeah, that's 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 a big hope right there. But
2: we gotta gotta keep him protected. We gotta protect our quarterback.
1: Yeah, and man. if the offensive line can't protect him, we gonna have to protect them in other ways, like
2: mm-hmm.
1: getting open faster receivers. Um, Najee, understanding that, hey, maybe I should turn around and see where Ben is at. You know,
0: yeah,
1: um, it's a couple of things I credit guys like a b granny he left the way he left I, I give I give like A B and Bell to a certain degree when plays broke down them fellas knew where Ben was and knew like it's time to go. Um I feel like over time you'll see that develop between Ben and Deontay a little bit more. And Najee is starting to learn. I feel like Najee's getting better every game but I think his potential unless we run him to the ground His potential is, hey, man, leading Russia of the league one day, you know, before his prime is up because, you know, our running backs give it up. You only last so long. But this is a good game. It's a thriller. I'm definitely going to be live, you know, so (laughs) if – I don't know. It may be too early for you. (laughs) You No, no,
2: it's not. I'll be up.
1: (laughs) But I'm going to definitely be live, so everybody that's live right now, Make sure you tune in that day. You know what I'm saying. Um, but hey, it's, it's be a still, good still,
2: show, guys. It's gonna be a real good show.
1: Definitely. So, you know, cool. still is verse Brown. It's <laughs> gonna be a crazy one. You know what I'm yep. saying? Yeah. Ain't so,
2: nothing, ain't nothing like a good old rivalry game. That's it's a, a fact.
1: That's a fact. And it's fun because you know when we play the Ravens, it's 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 so much respect there. Like yeah, when play the Ravens. It's, feel, it's like when we that. lose to the Ravens and I'm not even speaking about the fans. Right. I'm just talking about for this. Just, just this feel. when we lose to the Ravens, I'm more so like, all right, they got us this time, because no matter yeah. what, I believe that we're always even. Mm-hmm. Ravens and the Steelers will always be even just because of the, the rivalry, the name, the theatrics of it. You know, Ray Lewis, yeah. Ed Reed one side, Troy Polamalu and James Harrison on one side. You know what I'm saying? Like, even going back to the beginning in 2000 or whatever, when, um, when Shannon Sharp was talking trash and then Bill Cower said something. That, that kind of started the whole thing. You know, so we here today, and now it's nothing but a respectful rivalry. But yeah. Cleveland? Ain't no respect.
2: And, and Cincinnati. I yeah. feel like... I think the
1: era of Cincinnati is over. I think oh, that era of Cincinnati is over because all those guys is gone. And the guys yeah. that's on Cincinnati now, all those are kind of like good character guys.
2: Yeah. You know, ain't nobody
1: I, over there. They just happen to – they kind of got it together right now.
2: But yeah. I and remember. I, I remember when Vontae is perfect, when mm. the linebacker, when he used to play for the Bengals. Oh, my yeah. gosh. That guy right there, oh, my gosh. That guy – would make me so mad. I'm so glad that he doesn't even play for the NFL anymore. Like he's a free agent and I know he went to um, the Raiders for a bit too. and was with them for a bit, but um, yeah, that guy was straight up like savage. He was like a villain in a movie. Like I felt like honestly with him, like he was a good player, but then I felt like he was just too aggressive Mm-hmm. Like he would treat football like it was uh like a boxing match, or like he wanted to see blood. That's I how I like always saw USC. him.
1: He thought, it was yes. made. he thought he was trying that's to break necks.
2: That's nets. how I saw him. He
1: was trying to knock guys <laughs> out.
0: But that's how I saw him.
1: The dope part is, I feel like we we shut down, like we we pretty much shut that down when number yes. nineteen,
2: Juju, yep,
1: we saw him
2: whole stomping the stomp and he was like uh scared yeah as he should as he should right
1: yeah man so um you know i I haven't i haven't spoke to you about juju like how do you feel about juju like because we know we towards the end of the pot and all that yeah the cleveland game that's what it is but i kind of want to talk to everybody about juju in in itself because when you look at juju everyone see the theatrics, they see the TikToks and everything. Yeah. And just because he's not, I want to say living up to a number one, people are saying it's because of the TikToks and whatnot. But if, I mean, what I was hearing about Juju before Antonio Brown, it was like, yo, Juju's good, but he needs somebody on the other side to be good. You know, if he's not, if he doesn't have somebody to take away coverage from him, he's like a tight end. You know, and I ain't mad. I'm not mad at what Juju brings. I'm not mad at the leadership. The dude was only 24, but he was the leader Mm -hmm. of our receiver room, the leader of receivers. He's still at practice. He probably was at practice today. Yeah. um, But this Juju injury going down in the contract year. First, my first question is, do you believe he's coming back? And my second question is, if he doesn't come back, where do you see, like? Where do you see him?
2: Um. Well, personally, I love Juju. Um. It's it go for me in my list. It goes Ben Juju. So Juju, when he went down, that bummed me out. I was just like, man, like that sucks. You know, that's mm-hmm. tough. So it does suck. You know, I I wish that you know he could have showed us like you know was left in the tank um you know for uh playing for the Steelers um I mean I hope he comes back next season I mean because of the fact that he went down so early in the season
0: mm-hmm.
2: I hope that he comes back um hopefully we can get his contract extended in some way again um I don't know because I don't know if we're going to be able to do that but just depending on, like, our uh, our player depth and all that. But um, if he does become a free agent during the offseason, um, I could see him coming to, like, a California team, so possibly maybe, like, the Chargers or...
1: Him and maybe, Justin Herbert? I ain't mad at that.
2: Yeah, so maybe, like, the Chargers or maybe even like um the jets or the giants uh something like that but honestly i haven't really thought of it um i mean i was i was thinking about that a little bit more uh like this past season where he would be but um things have changed now you know with uh just everything you know and him coming back this year you know, and when he got re-signed with us, you know, things had changed and kind of made me stop thinking about it, you know, Mm -hmm. Uh, about where he would be, where he would go, you know, if he no longer played for Pittsburgh anymore. But yeah, I mean, hopefully, you know, he stays and hopefully we can work something out. Hopefully we'll be able to afford to keep him, you know, uh for another year because he went down so quick, you know?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And it sucks how it sucks that it had to happen like that. I mean, he wasn't done showing us what he had in him, you know? He wasn't mm-hmm. done showing us. And um I know some fans may be happy that he may be able to leave or become a free agent due the due to the fact that, you know, the whole TikToks from last season and you know we went 11 and 0 and then our first loss was to the Washington football team you know and you know it's like pretty much you know like you know i personally i wrote a blog about this um during the off season but back in april but i honestly think that juju you know having a tiktok and dancing on the logos and all that I honestly i honestly personally um, didn't think too much into that. Um, the way I looked at it was, I was like, as long as he just plays the game, does what he needs to do on the field, that's all that matters. Um, but I feel like most fans were just not liking Juju because of that. And they're calling him a child. They're saying he was immature, but I mean, he's young. I mean, he's not in his thirties or forties, you know, he's still in his twenties. And I mean, you know, he's having fun, you know, it's just, to me, there's nothing wrong about it. But as long as you don't let that get in the way of you playing the game, then that's all that matters. But to me, I didn't really think that, you know, he was letting that get too much in the way of his performance. Mm -hmm. In my opinion, I just felt like it was just people on the outside sort of like giving him a hard time, um, you know, and then it made him feel like sort of like he had this pressure on him because he was hearing like all these comments from different people Um, and then you know and so yeah but I just think that as long as he stays focused and does what he needs to do on the field that that's all that matters you know
0: Mm -hmm.
2: I mean there's nothing wrong with like posting TikToks or anything like that (laughs) But as long as you, you know, do what you have to do, that's all that matters, you know?
1: Right, right. Me, yeah, I hope Juju can come back. Juju, look, man, we miss you out there, man. We miss the, the – like, you may not be, like, <clears throat> top flight security <laughs> like, when it comes to the receivers, but well, he actually might be. He actually might be. Third down, Juju's getting the ball.
2: Mm-hmm. We know he's
1: going to catch it, and you know we, he can get it where other receivers might be scared to get it at you know so salute to juju man hopefully he comes back i don't see it because i feel like we got to pay some defenders and possibly pay a free agent office alignment to come so, somebody like that this is one of those things where it's like it's like bud dupree right i felt like if bud dupree was able to play out his year his last year we probably would have been able to sign him back. Now, I don't know. I don't know. Ben probably wouldn't have gave back so much money for Bud Dupree. And we had to pay TJ at the same time. But it may be that type of thing where we had to pay TJ. you know. And it's like we can't pay a Bud or a Mike Hilton if we got TJ next. You know, so it's like, Juju, do we pay Juju when we have enough? We have like three or four more guys in that room that's growing. And also, we have Mika. We have to still sign Devin Bush, maybe. You know, um, and a couple of other fellas. You know, so it's difficult. It's very difficult. I hope he comes back, but if he doesn't, I, don't I know really it's
2: gonna be it's gonna be, <laughs> sad. it's gonna be a really sad off season. Like, and and March is gonna be hard. Definitely, free agency period comes back around. I'm gonna be like, oh my lord, like that whole thing is gonna be crazy. And I wanted to ask you too. Uh, you know, I I really hope Juju returns as well with the Steelers. But I wanted to ask you, what do you, what are your thoughts on uh, Ben? You know, do you think he's gonna come back uh, next season, or do you think that uh, he may retire? He may just, you know, wrap it up and just, you know, hang hang up. Whatever he said, I, I can't remember, but hang it up or whatever. What do you think?
1: I said this a few times, but I am gonna have to say it again because I have to stand on this. Ben is my favorite football player of all time. But I do not want to see this guy as my quarterback next year because it's only going to make things worse for the future. I watched the Green Bay Packers do this with Brett Favre Luckily, they had Aaron Rodgers. I've seen a couple teams do this. I've seen other teams in different sports. Like, you know, I'm not trying to dig at your franchise when it comes to basketball, but the wrestling to the late great coach, oh, yeah. Ryan, That last contract he got for the Lakers kind of crippled you like, as a team, uh, you know what I mean? Like,
0: yeah.
1: I, it, it happens everywhere. You know, that it type does. of stuff happens everywhere. But yeah. I don't need Ben to come back where we need a secession plan. Like, you know, we, Mason's not it.
2: Mm-mm, Mason's he's not, not it. Granted, Mason, I'm gonna be honest with you. you. Mason sucks. Mason sucks, dude. Like, I'm gonna be honest with you. He sucks. Like, he felt it. We <laughs> felt the time steps. <laughs> He's, okay, like, he's a good, like, backup, Uh but I would not want him starting. I'm not hating on him or nothing, but, like, I would not want him to be my starting quarterback at all because he is not the future. People were saying, uh, like, two, three seasons ago, like, he's the future of Pittsburgh. No. If he becomes our starting quarterback, I would die. I would literally say we're not – Like, forget it. We're not gonna even make the playoffs in a long time. Like, forget it. Not trying to be negative, but I feel like ever since, like, was it two two seasons ago when he had a concussion? When he had his concussion, that messed him up. I felt like ever since he had that concussion, he has not been the same.
0: Mm -hmm. I'm just
2: gonna tell you, he has not been the same. Before he even had that concussion, he Was doing solid. He was doing okay, right? Decent. But then when he had that concussion, that really brought him down. And I felt like ever since then, he hasn't been the same. So that messed up everything for him and then for our offense too. And then I felt like when, like in 2019, when he was the starting quarterback, when Ben was down, when he was out because of his elbow, I felt like. That was just – it was a crazy season. It was just crazy, and I would not want to go back to that. Like, honestly, I would not want to go back to that. And I i hope – I'm not trying to, to cut you or anything or interrupt you, but I just hope that the Steelers – I hope that we pick someone solid up in the draft in Vegas this next year, in April. I'm really hoping that we can pick up someone – I really hope we can pick someone solid. We really need a decent quarterback. We need someone that's young. We need someone that is, you know, um, that's fresh. Someone that knows how to, you know, um, carry the ball. Someone that knows, definitely knows how to be with the ball. And honestly, I feel like, I feel like, if we can find a quarterback, if we can draft a quarterback that's similar to like Ben, like how Ben was in his prime when he first started with the Steelers back in 04, that would be cool. But it would be cool if we also got a quarterback that was similar to like, maybe like the way Russell Wilson is or maybe the way similar to how Brady is. Um, just a quarterback like that, too, would be cool but also but also a quarterback that would have good chemistry with the offense and with the Steelers offense and a quarterback that would be good with like our offensive quarter, coordinator, um, just, you know, the coaching, because it's not just the quarterback itself, but it's also the offense. It's also um, the coaching as well. And I really hope that, we can find a good quarterback someone, you know, once because I'm going to be honest with you, I'm on the same page as you. Ben is like my number one favorite on the team. I have his sign cleat, one of his signed game use cleats in my room. Um, I have like a poster of him. I have, you know, and he's honestly, he is, he means a lot to me. He's great. Ben is great. And I already said this to a few people, it's emotional for me, but when he retires, when he finally retires, I know I'm going to cry, because that is going to really get to me, so for for a fact, I know it's going to bring some tears, you know, but he can't play with us for his whole life, you know, mm-hmm. he can't be with us forever, he's going to have to move on sometime, and I agree with you, He he can't, I feel like It's not right for him to come back next season or he needs to retire after the season because I feel like if we continue to have him for another like two, three years, I think we're gonna suffer. And I think with also the new guys that we draft to that we pick up, I don't think it's gonna look that good. Mm -hmm. I feel like there's gonna be a little bit of off like off balance there. The chemistry is not gonna be all the way a hundred percent. In my opinion, I think. That I think that, you know, Ben, he he's just um he's still got it in him, but um he's getting old. He's he's up there. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: And I think, you know, when I think when he retires, you know, he could help he could help the future quarterback of the Steelers. Like he can mentor that man, he can mentor that person, you know. And so he could still Help us out, obviously, of course. You know, Ben's always gonna be a Steeler. He like the Steelers has been his only team that he's played for. He's been with the Steelers since 04. That's Mm -hmm. a long time.
1: Long time.
2: Since 04. So, you know, and I was in 04, I was like, I was like eight years old. I was like seven or eight when he got drafted. So I was like a child, you know? (laughs) But now I'm like 24. I'm turning like 25 in December. But, yeah, it's pretty crazy. I mean, you know, and I feel like, I feel like, you know, Ben, you know, it's just his time's up, you know, his time's almost up. And I feel like, you know, um, if he stays with us a little longer, it would be great, right? Because, you know, I'm not going to lie. I feel the same way you feel like similar, like he's one of my favorites and I love him a lot, you know? But at the same time, I feel like, you know, you gotta do what's best for the team. You gotta look for the best the team's best interests, you know, like and you can't be That's selfish or about or you
1: it. will get Troy Palomalu.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you can't you can't be selfish about this. You know, you have to just think and be like, you know, the team they need help. You know, our team um offensively has been struggling for years. I've believed it. Like That's we have, been, yeah. And so exactly, and so we've been struggling for years and you know, we need some sort of uh, rebuild. We need to rebuild in some way. And having Ben in there, isn't gonna help us rebuild further, mm-hmm. further like we need to. Right. And you know, <laughs> exactly. yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and you know, it's just, we, we, need, we need a change. You know, we definitely need, I want to, to be that team again where, like you mentioned earlier, I want to be like that 05 team again or that 06 team again or 07. Like, I want to be that team again where we have a strong, solid offensive line, where we have a strong, solid defensive line. Like, I want to have – I want to see the Steelers be good again. Like, we're good. We're a good team. We're a decent team. But I'm tired of having heart attacks every single game. I'm tired of just worry, just being worried – having to always be like, oh my gosh, like, what's the score? What's the score? Like, you know, what, do, like, how's the game? Like, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? Like, I want to feel like sort of at ease. I mean, it's good to lose at times. So we know where to improve, where to make those improvements and adjustments, right? Mm-hmm. But I mean, I want to get some wins too. Like, I want more wins. Like, let's go, you know? Like,
1: definite I, wins.
2: yeah, and I feel like, You know, I just want to feel that again with the team. I feel like I haven't been feeling that a long time, you know, like because I feel like, you know, every year it seems like it's always something with, you know, like I feel like it's the offense, like our offensive line sort of there's a there's something that's missing there. I think think,
1: think they're young. Yeah, they're young. That too. They are getting better each game, so it's like okay, yeah. let's just keep that going. Let's just keep that Pretty going. Much. But it's one thing you said a while ago. Uh oh. Like I'm not gonna let you get away from it. You said yeah. Mason sucks, right? Cool. Now let's talk about backups real quick, because in the last since the Big Ben era, we had a couple notable backups. We Charlie had Batch. Oh, reliable, Charlie yeah, old reliable Charlie Batch. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Then we had
2: Byron Leftwich. Byron
1: Left. See, I don't want to really go into them because then I'm gonna name Byron Leftwich. Then um, Michael Vick. You know, I'm going to name them. Byron Leftwich did end up playing a game for us or a series. It was something like that. But
2: yeah,
1: he got a ring with us. But uh, I'll name three names. Right? Who would you rather have as your backup? And I probably think you. I probably already know the answer now. But yeah. <laughs> Charlie Batch, Landry Jones, or Mason Rudolph.
2: You want, can I rate it? Can I rate from one to two? Yeah, three? of course. Okay. Yeah,
1: definitely. Oh,
2: so for me, Charlie Batch is my first. Uh-huh. Second, it's a little tough. So Landry Jones, he was good. So I'd say second Mason, third Landry. I'm going to say that second, yeah, eighthen, third, Landry.
1: I'm with you. Cause,
2: Cause Landry he, was Landry never
1: good when he had to start the game. We well, had to start the good. game, but when he had to come okay. in, like when Ben got hurt, he came in, he did his thing.
2: I noticed that. I noticed that. And he <laughs> was, he was bad when it came, like you said, when it came Landry, when it came to starting the game, he wasn't all that good and I remember he we were struggling pretty bad with him and it used to frustrate me I was like are you serious like I would literally always call him trash
1: Mm
2: -hmm. so I was happy when we finally like parted ways with him like no disrespect because I was like this this fool does not know what he's doing like
1: you could probably say he is trash because he didn't last too long after he left us
2: yep you're right
1: hey man (laughs) he's I think he was in the CFL or an XFL. Yeah, he was. So
2: he was.
1: It is what it is with that. So I, I, yeah. I agree with you on that. I will have the same thing, Charlie Batch. I felt comfortable with Charlie Batch had to start a game for us.
2: Oh, yeah, me too. Like,
1: you know, he won't get the recognition, but I feel comfortable when Josh Dobbs is our backup quarterback because I feel like he won't – every now and then he'll make a dumb decision, but I feel like yeah. he knows the playbook enough to like, okay, he can handle a game for us, you know. Yeah. So, not kind of think of Charlie Batch when I see, you know, Josh Dobbs. Just yeah. today's version, Charlie couldn't run like that, but yeah. you know, uh, Josh Dobbs can run like that. Mason Rudolph and Larry Jones is kind of the same guy to me.
2: Yeah, that's how I feel. They're yeah, similar. They're, they're similar, yeah, and that's what can't go too deep. Mason,
1: Mason. couldn't go deep into me. like in college. But it seemed like when he got to the league, he couldn't throw deep anymore. So I said, okay, all right, bet. Yeah. That's a dud. Because like, James Washington was his primary receiver in college. Mm-hmm. And he never overthrew him, you know? Yeah. So I didn't understand that. Mason, I mean, Landry just couldn't throw a deep, period. No, you know? he
2: couldn't. I don't know what was up with him. Like, his arm was short or something. Like, he would just, I don't know. But something was wrong with that. So, like, I feel like with Mason, like, He knows how to, like, throw, at least, like you said. To me, I feel like he knows how to throw, like, deep balls at times. But then Landry, like, I felt like he was throwing picks. Like, he used to throw a lot of picks, too. And So that was something that that used to really bother me, was, like, him throwing a lot of picks. And I just felt like Landry was not all the way there. So, yeah. But, like I said, definitely – I would put Rudolph over Landry. And I mean, like, Rudolph, he's, like, I mean, to me, I feel like he does suck, but he's not, like, the worst quarterback that we've had. Like, he's definitely not the worst one because there's been, like, others that we've had that, you know, that they've just – they haven't really, like, put in their all, shown their all, you know? Mm-hmm. Definitely. But, yeah.
1: That's interesting. <laughs> Shout out to all the other backup quarterbacks. Um, another name. It's funny because I would take this guy over Landry Jones. I'm not sure if you remember him, but Dennis Dixon.
2: Dennis Dixon. Vaguely, who, I remember
1: him. War number two. He won the game versus the Ravens. I feel like, I feel like with, if because back then, Ben was probably the worst type of teammate when it comes to, you know, mentoring the young guys back then, especially yeah. in the quarterback room. If he wasn't Charlie Batch, you didn't matter. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, or like uh, Landry. He he yeah. he was cool with Landry because he knew, he, he didn't feel threatened at all by Landry, yeah. right? And it's like if Ben was able to mentor Dennis Dixon just a little bit, we would have had another solid backup for a long time. Yeah. You know, but we didn't, we didn't, and, you know, he ended up going to Philly and out the league and all that, but um yeah. shout-out to Michael Vick. I don't – I could say he won a game for us, but I still remember that Chargers game. Michael Vick was so bad that <laughs> Le'Veon Bell had to take the last snap to win the game.
2: <laughs> I know. that That's that sad. Michael <laughs>
1: Vick was that bad, and it's crazy because it's yeah. like – all like now I want to say all I don't like speaking like that but yeah I can speak for myself I wanted Michael Vick to always be a still like you know but we had been but when I saw how he was working in Philly before he took over I said oh we can use Michael Vick like that
2: and even when he played for Atlanta too like that's where he all that's where it all started with him and when he played for the Falcons yeah he was pretty good you know
1: yeah, we I knew we wasn't gonna get that type of guy, but I thought we was gonna at least yeah. get the guy in Philly that that beat out Donovan McNabb. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah. But mm-hmm. well, we
1: got a guy that that it said Vic in the back of the jersey, but it just wasn't him. I was like, yeah. oh, whatever, man. But <laughs> hey, it's been it's been a great great episode. You know what I'm saying? We can yeah. we can go over it. until game time. We can go all Yay. the way to game time. But, you know, a great yeah. show must come to, come to an end. It's the Still for Seven podcast, episode 74. You know, it's a special episode. It's the Cali episode. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Cali. Um, What's up? Once again, <laughs> I'm going to let you tell the people how to find you, what you got coming up. You know what I'm saying? Anything you into that you want the people to know is your flow.
2: <laughs> Thank you. Um, well, I just wanted to say thank you to uh, to Kev for having me on his show on his podcast. Um, I really appreciated being on here today. Um, it was really fun. Um, I enjoyed it, and uh, you can just follow me on Instagram. Uh, it's Thatso Korea, so everything's lowercase. It's T H A T S O K O R R E A. So there's no extra S in there. It's just one S and uh yeah and um i am a journalist i'm going to school for uh journalism at the moment so i'm just uh working on you know just uh, trying to better myself with that and uh yeah i just hope that um maybe one day i can work for the steelers or you know but my goal is to work in the nfl one day for sure mm-hmm. that is my goal Um, And so I hope that I can be able to get the opportunity to do that one day. Um, It would be amazing. Uh, And even especially if I could work for the Steelers, too, that would be even better. You know, that'd be great. So, yeah, um, if you guys want to hit me up or talk to me, uh, just send me a message on my Instagram and uh, I'll be sure to, you know, get back to you. And, uh, yeah, okay, hopefully I can cool. hopefully I can be on uh, your show again in the future. Maybe for we can sure, have sure, somebody sure. else, too, join us. Definitely,
1: definitely, yeah. definitely. We're going to have a fun day, Sills for Seven podcast episode. Throughout this season, you've seen um, a couple people up here. You know, shout out to everybody that popped in. You know, we, we're going to have a special episode maybe uh, at the end of the year if, you know, things go right. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like we go into the playoffs after the last game of the season, man. Have a little uh round table, a virtual round table because everyone's in different states. So yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So we're gonna figure some things out. But like I said, thank you for joining me. Of course. Friend, friend of the show. I only want to say friend of the show, you family of the show now. You've been inducted. You know what I'm thank saying? Thank you. Like,
0: I appreciate you
1: know, it. You know what I'm saying? So um stills for seven podcasts i just got one 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 request for all you cleveland Tell your girl to give us top, Get robbed for your wristwatch Coming out the house with them jewels Man, that's a risk Watch them homies take it all for you You saw the bullets spinning the spiral I call it Chris Rock And watch the hate stop here real quick Pit stop I don't need the props cause it's up like Kyle Pit stop My shooter keep the heat on him He long for the ride like Chris Bosch gang